Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Dude, yeah. Right, my sexual psyop. Oh, yeah. that is. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Lore Boys, the Internet's number one fake history podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Palmer, here to talk to you guys today about more Warhammer 40k, specifically one of the Chaos Gods, Zinch, or as my wife calls him, the Speech Monster. With me, of course, is James and Peter. Say hi, James and Peter. Ring, ding, 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 ding. It's me, Crazy Jim. Uh, hey, it's me, uh, the bird one. That's a ch- change monster. That's a, one of the figurines I saw, I think. Yeah, so uh, we'll get Beat into... the bird monster. We'll, we'll talk a lot about Zinch on today's episode, because it's an episode about Zinch, but his, like, the animals that are most associated with him tend to be uh, birds and fish. I see. Uh, if you're worried about remembering and sharing this lore with your friends, don't worry. It's a Zinch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, strap in, zinch up your belt, and get ready. Sit tight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I'll, I'll call it at the front. Uh, I decided to do this episode because I've been playing Warhammer uh, 40k Rogue Trader. I've no spoilers because I've done the first. I've basically done the tutorial in that game, and they're they seem to be setting up Zinch as like the the main villain. Obviously, we're not going to like kill Zinch in the game, but like it seems to be the the followers of Zinch that are are messing things up in in the the galaxy or in the Kronos expanse for our that hero feels nice because I think the blood god whatever that one's called and Nurgle get way too much screen time. I mean, I I straight up call Corn a celebrity chaos god <laughs> later on in this. Script, yeah, so <laughs> okay, he, he's yeah. The, he is absolutely the. Uh, the a Leonardo lot of my problem captain. with a lot like I I like my sisters of battle. A lot of my problem with a lot of forty k media is just like they talk a big game and they have so much to work with. But it is always blue man fight bug in everything, and I'm like, how many times are we gonna do this, guys? Hey, right? Yeah, never bug because I oh, I want more stories about Tyranid, and I want more like events about Tyranid. But it's those always chaos. chaos. Yeah. Oh always, yeah, uh, yeah that's true. Right. Um, fuck those up. This yeah. Spice Marine Two, which is coming out, I think this year, is about the Tyranids and Spice Marine One versus the Orcs. <laughs> fucking rule, dude. I, I I say never like. For sure, there, for sure, there are some, but like chaos is like the main, the main antagonist. And I, anyway, I, the the stories that I've read and the research that I've done, chaos co- yeah. plays like a much much bigger role, which yeah. kind of makes sense too, because like as villains, Ugh, I, pale ass legs I, I on just, camera. Sorry, Jesus sorry, sorry. <laughs> <power of> the <laughs> sun. <laughs> I was opening my window, <laughs> getting a little no open. It's a little steamy here. Listen the plow's coming really. by tonight, so you're gonna hear that horrible siren. Oh. Yeah, I heard it at like 6 a.m. this morning. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Bef- I guess before we get started, uh, I want to give a shout out to our Patreons. If you want to become a patron, patreon.com slash the Pete, uh, do you have a shout out for our latest patron? Welcome 
to Gemstone. Thank you very much for your $9 a month. That's three bucks per boy, and we put it to good use. Also, uh, the TV show Righteous Gemstones on HBO is excellent, Jamie, when you're done Succession. All right. I've heard very good things. I, that is a show that I'm going to start watching soon if I w- start watching any show. <laughs> it, Righteous yeah. Gemstones is all comedians in serious roles, and they're yeah. all fucking killers, dude. Every single cool. one. Yeah, it's excellent. Uh, cool. So uh, you guys know about the Chaos Gods. Why don't we start with a, a refresher on what you guys know about Warhammer 40K, uh, Chaos, the Warp, the Chaos Gods. We've talked uh, about Siege before on another episode. Yeah, I drew that two-headed bird, right? Uh, oh, it's me. the one that corrupted the Thousand Suns, correct? Exactly, it did. Yes! It Magnus yes. the Red. Yes. So, yeah. so men expanded throughout the universe, uh, or yeah. at least the galaxy. Fast, fast, boom, 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 boom. And then they lose all communication through the warp. So then all the people uh, that normally were connected to the town, they started to kind of go their own way. So that's how you get a bunch of different civilizations, a bunch of different people. Um, then the uh, the warp comes back online somehow. So it's not that the warp left; it's that the there was a warp storm that lasted for ten thousand years, which knocked out right. all communication and was essentially uh, right, like yes. there was no travel in space for ten thousand years because there right. was just these, like the warp was was there in space basically. Right. So some of the chaos guys we know are Slanesh, who is like mm-hmm. the horny one, hedon, yeah, hedonism. Then there's uh, Nurgle, who's like kind of he's also about chasing pleasure, but he's also more like disease filled and like pustuly yeah. and like um yeah. what is, is gross to describe. what is gross is good exactly. um then there's corn is the blood god right it's yeah the blood for one. the blood god skulls for the skull throne is corn yeah yeah then i guess we're gonna learn about zinch but i don't know him to zinch spelled t-z-e-e-n-t-c-h yeah. for the and for the, i the i know like one tzatziki. of the figure Mm-hmm. Uh yes exactly okay oh that's why he's into birds and fish because it's the staples of the Greek diet yeah <laughs> you would put <laughs> you would put tzatziki on yes ah yeah. all right now we're talking my language I was at Greek church today it's on the mind <laughs> <laughs> Do, who kill does anyone kill Zinch no, the, no you can't really kill the ruinous powers they're like immortal they're not even like actually gods they're kind of just like manifestations of the warp essentially mm. they're sometimes right. all four of them are sometimes called uh, chaos undivided just like the the very essence of like chaos and this this could almost just be like four different personalities of that one singular greater god in some ways right um, it's like entropy but, they just exist and it's always gonna be around kind of thing yeah exactly he's the uh, siege fun fact is uh known by many nicknames one of which is the lord of entropy yeah okay also, yeah i know like also, the demon of change is one of its figurines got, it's one of the ones i looked at yeah so he's got changer of ways lord of sorcery architect of fate the great deceiver lord of Enter- entropy raven god master of mutation and of course shunch uh and i'm <laughs> master of mutation we could call him mom oh mommy, Aww, mommy. <laughs> no you call slanesh mommy uh <laughs> only one I, half of it you i realized when i, when I started this script i was doing this list of nicknames i didn't write down all his nicknames uh, but I was writing down all of them, and then I got to Shunch, and I was like, "Well, that's a funny one. I'm gonna write it down, and I'll look up what it's from." I never looked up what it's from, so I don't know. He's called Shunch. Shunch. We're gonna look. He's called Shunch. People <laughs> made fun of him in high school. I don't know, Shunch. That might be. Uh, now that you say it, it might be like a uh, over the table nickname, where right. people will instead of saying Cinch, people will just call him Shunch, old Shunchy yep. or something. You know, old Shunchy, yeah. Captain Trunch. <laughs> 
oops, all cosmic horrors. Uh, <laughs> so he's the god of change uh evolution mutation intrigue ambition knowledge sorcery destiny lies and trickery quite the portfolio um being the lord of change sets him most in opposition to the imperium of all the ruinous powers uh in my opinion anyway the imperium of man very very uh dogmatic a lot of themes opposing change in any force or in any shape uh, it's a theocratic dictatorship with a literal god as their leader who is literally pinned to a chair and unable to move. Like there's I not like a lot of the, symbolism the change for change. Mutation guy, <laughs> the change and mutation god is the one in opposition where it's just like, well, we would never do that. Here is a chunk of God's DNA to and a third heart, buddy. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mutations against our religion, man. <laughs> well, okay, again, this is in my opinion, I think yeah. thematically. Uh okay, okay. As far as and and yeah, they don't they don't necessarily do that anymore. And what they do is they give the same gene seed to all the Asartes, have them become more like the one perfect model, right? Which is the the emperor of mankind. Like they're course, they're driving yeah. everyone towards the same endpoint, right? right? They're saying oh, you're, yeah. you're too varied as it is. Let's get you to the the singular point, which is the the god emperor of mankind. Forty thousand years mm-hmm. is long enough evolution. We're taking charge here. Yeah, exactly. Tzinch <laughs> <laughs> um, is likely to to blame for the chaotic nature of sorcery in the 40k universe so this is like a common in in 40k and like an age of sigmar there's like the winds of sorcery which just like when sorcery is too strong it's very dangerous to use uh, i think it's called in in rogue trader i'm not sure what it's actually called in the tabletop game rogue trader it's like the veil when like veil degradation is too high you just get like unknown effects from using sorcery uh, cool. so you can't cast like too many spells like on on like subsequent turns without letting like things chill out again uh because you could accidentally summon a demon from the warp um the sorcery well is that they're pulling from is like poisoned in some way like they can... yeah so sorcery yeah. is the warp like it is it is like you're pulling from the hell dimension in the 40k universe anytime you cast a spell that's like it, you're re- yeah. rewriting reality by casting a spell and the only way you can do that is by using the warp essentially so anytime you spend too much time in the warp uh you you risk it right um for the biscuit if you want to if you want to hear more about the warp we've done a million 40k episodes where we go into more detail on it so i'm gonna i'm gonna brush by it this time but yeah thank you to whoever requested Zinch as well yeah i don't i don't know if anybody i didn't look magnus probably probably said rogue traders but that'd be the closest magnus probably said that already we've done rogue trader magnus probably asked for uh more thousand suns lore at some point and we will talk more about the thousand suns later so i saw magnus flexing on sauce he's like i've read 40 uh 70 40k books thank you very much because saucy was like first time but yeah (laughs) um so when any user of magic uh, including the Empire Condoned Psychers, draws too much sorcerer's power from the warp. They risk catastrophic side effects, such as turning their eyes inside out, summoning allergic horror, you know. the, the Jamie's ass stuff. cheeks again. Yeah. I moved <laughs> my camera so you didn't have to go through it this time. <laughs> no, it was a better shot. <laughs> we, we need to get Jamie the uh, the booty shorts that say skittery little fuck freak. <laughs> yes, yeah, as, as soon, as soon. <laughs> I'll put on um, my pink sweatpants for you guys. That says pink, pink on ones? my butt. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say Lore Boys canon. We could probably surmise that like the turning their eyes inside out, summoning Eldritch Horror from beyond is probably Sinch is doing, right? Like it's probably okay. this guy being the Lord of Sorcery is doing that bad, bad things happen when you draw too much from the well. Right, okay. Uh, Sinch is also in charge of Destiny in the universe. 
while the uh, this Chaos God's ultimate goal is to establish himself, of course, as the boss baby god of chaos. That's all the Chaos Gods. They seem to want to be like in pole position over there. They don't. They don't really cooperate. They did one time during the Horus Heresy, and we'll talk a little bit about Seachin's role in that later. Okay. But um, speaking of boss baby, that picture you sent us of your baby drinking beer was that real beer? Was it filled? It was real beer, and it was full, but the can was closed. Okay, good. Oh, okay. <laughs> she hasn't figured that part out yet. Yeah, she just can't do the tab. She's too weak. <laughs> no, you can't have beer till you know how to open the can. Yeah, that's it. If you can open the can, it's all good. Yeah, exactly. You know what, little girl? It's, it's nature's way of keeping children out. Uh, children too young out, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the closed beer cans grow on the very high branches to keep them away from the, 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 yeah. the, the baby chips. No tuna cans, no beer, nothing until you can open them. Yeah. <laughs> but you can tune a piano. Yeah. Um, but not a can of ravioli. <laughs> I don't know how this works. <laughs> oh, if you sodium. punched holes in it, and you can make a little recorder out of a ravioli can, probably. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> Maestro Bill Boy RD. <laughs> yeah. Hot cross buns. Hot <laughs> episode art's just gonna be my, a picture of a drawing of my baby playing hot cross buns on a ravioli uh, <laughs> ocarina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Sinch came to a sentience during the second millennium of, of Earth's time. So he uh he was the second, I think, uh I read. The second god of millennium, chaos. so it's the Y two K like chaos god, basically. Like during the second millennium, so sometime between like one thousand and two thousand, essentially. So oh, excuse could, me, that's true. This twenty first is yeah. He could be the Y one K or the Y two K. Okay, uh, probably, Man, you know, we're gonna party like it's nine nine nine. Yeah, that, that must have been fun. <laughs> he um, although you say that like he he was definitely behind Y two K because he loves like subtly. It, like sowing discourse and and like like unrest so before the you know horse I mean? heresy he was like a poltergeist where he's just like oh no I, not, the, not the numbers the on your computers are gonna fuck up <laughs> not for the horse heresy for for everything for for ev- like everything he does is all like he he tricks people into thinking they have an idea to do something like design computers so that they when it, when the year two thousand hits, they explode or something. I don't. Oh, I don't he would. Yeah. Okay. okay. What happened? Yeah. Me too. <laughs> uh, so like that. That's his whole mo. Is like he's Gosh, he's like... way less direct than like Corn, who is. We're going to march there and pull their spines out. You know. Okay. He, so like everything from like... stubbed toes to mutation is seems yeah. doing. Exactly. Exactly. I see. Okay. Um. And so he came came to sentience during the second millennium when politic human political scheming really took off, right? Well, I mean, don't don't tell Jesus about it, but really political scheming happened between 1000 and 2000, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. So in, oh, you guys will remember Warhammer 40. He, he put George W. Bush in power, basically. Yeah, like, exactly. get, get the fucking scheme going. Yeah. He put Reagan in power. Too. Uh, he, he, oh, friend of the show. Ronald Reagan. He killed Reagan. Kennedy. Too much. Uh, too much unity. Yeah. Uh, it was it was <laughs> it was. Uh, a fish and a bird, a fish slash bird was the second shooter. Oh, on the grassy oh no. <laughs> oh, it's like <laughs> either from the video, just a spray of tzatziki. At the side. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so the architect of fate is uh, aware of the visions dreams and plans of all mortals in the galaxy all at once so at all times he knows what everyone is planning what they oh, santa you know, what they're dreaming yeah exactly he knows huh. he knows who's been naughty and who's okay, been nice. yeah. One thousand letters, all addressed to Seench, just like dumping them on the ground. <laughs> uh, I have I have a quote for you guys from Inquisitor Gallianus Dirt. Uh, he says, "If chaos is change itself, then Seench, more than any other dark power, embodies chaos in its purest, most primal form. Therefore, no other god of chaos warrants more of our fearful respect, our tireless resistance, and our unflagging loyalty to the Emperor." Now, records of him saying this were declared heretica extremis. I didn't do the uh, Latin translation, but I'm going to guess that you can't just find those, those words at your public library. <laughs> extreme heretic. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, heretic. Heretica extremis is pretty good. Is that, that one says very clear. Oh, A okay. little on the nose, yeah. Um, so all the other Runus powers, like I was saying, tend to act directly. Korn's got his skull attacks. Nurgle has the chicken pox. Slanesh has horny bombs. Uh, Cinch, both Cinch and his servants tend to prefer subtle schemes to outright power play. So they like to okay. operate in the shadows. They're the CIA. They killed Kennedy. Right. I don't know right, how many more times I gotta say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cinch is is the one like hiring people for like the banana wars to destabilize. Like, <laughs> yeah, <Columbia>. exactly. <laughs> absolutely. Like we joke, but like absolutely that that would be a thing that he was into. Right. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He loves Facebook and uh, polarizing Facebook moms all over the world. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The Russian bot farms. Siege. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Minion memes is the work of a chaos god. I saw you guys had minion memes in the last art, so I thought yeah. I'd bring that back. Yeah, yeah, yeah we had yeah, a lot of yeah, yeah. Minion memes have been hot on Lordboys recently. Yeah, we've never gone away. Uh, like, <laughs> so like all uh, like all the chaos gods, Zinch is usually referred to as a he, but like all the chaos gods, Zinch is just a compressed pocket of warp gas, so is thus an NB icon. Uh, all the chaos Rich. gods are are, are non-binary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. They're, they're just clouds of gas and smoke. Um, Aren't we all guy... just stardust? What is oh, yeah, uh... Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson would have a hot take on that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just don't ask the the lolly fans if if everyone's stardust and stuff. They're like, oh yeah, what is age? We're all just stardust. It's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm making up. I won't ask him about that. Don't ask. Uh... Him. <laughs> <laughs> So the skies above Cinch, when they manifest, are heavy with magic, with which roils like smoke, creating subtle and interwoven patterns. He's the magic mushroom god, basically. Like if anyone's ever done magic mushrooms, I, I, of course not. I would never do drugs, but like if you have done them, you know, like when you see, you'll just see like crazy patterns and stuff that there, obviously, right? Okay. Uh, you guys ever every- had a computer in the mid two thousands and opened Windows Media Player? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was yeah. serious colors. This is interesting. <laughs> Quick aside, because there's an episode I've been wanting to do, because I have mild Joe Rogan poisoning, um, is uh, allegedly a lot of people who trip on DMT see a lot of the same characters, and I've wanted to do a Lore Boys episode about DMT. I was with is, my friend last night who was just telling me he went to see a shaman in, uh, in Mexico and went through a whole guided experience on it. So we can ask That's him if he cool. thought that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bring him on. Like, there's like, yeah. like com- common characters, which is interesting that like he appears as like whirling smoke and, and like all this. That imagery I find very DMT-esque. It just, uh, write th- somebody write this down and guess my episode in six months when I do the DMT one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so seems just looking at you is enough to change you, whether body, mind, or soul. No one 
comes under Sinch's regard without becoming changed. So like, I think that's embarrassing true to outfit. Got it. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's true to everyone. I think just to be perceived is to be changed. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. But like this, this will like sometimes like an arm will become a tentacle. You know. Oh, okay. It's pretty, it's pretty drastic. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or, Other people would notice too. It's less of a philosophical thing. No, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can go through two slits like a particle or like a wave until you look like at wave. me, yeah, yeah, and exactly. then I'm a particle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, until Sinch looks at you, then you're. Yeah, then I'm uh, <laughs> I'm a tentacle that can't fit through the two <laughs> sets anymore. Yeah. No, then you then you can you like you like weave oh, through yeah. them, but you never hit the you never hit the board at the back. That's true. I've seen the octopus coming onto boats and stuff, and they can come in through those tiny exhaust pipes. Yeah, they can anything anything their beak can fit through, they can go through. I, they I, got we got no bones. Uh, octopus ain't got no bones. True, you knew that. I saw a a post of like, what if you did Lovecraftian horrors, but instead of everything being tentacly and everything, that the idea of having joints was uh, the disgusting thing. So it's like rigid and and like angly. It crawls towards you with surprising uh, like finesse and stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, I find that much more terrifying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think the Tumblr post was uh, like from an octopus perspective. Like octopods probably look at us as eldritch horrors, right? Because we have so many joints. Like, yeah, with a a small head, uh, barely big enough for its large body, because like their heads are so big and stuff. Like, yeah, Mm. meant for an animal twice its size. That's why cephalopod (laughs) means head foot. Oh, cephalopod. The two, I, the, the the building blocks of life. Head. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never thought about it, but cephalophil was cephalophil was uh, acne medication. Is that cetaphil? Cetaphil. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. My stepbrother had it. Okay. I I <laughs> I still drive my dad's old car from 2010, uh, and my wife opened the glove box the other day, and she's like, "Why do you have a bottle of Proactive in here?" <laughs> Which is like, <laughs> I it was definitely my brother's acne medication in high. I don't know why. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> it is frozen and defrosted at this point. What? 50 90 times? times? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I ran out of face cream this week, so I've been using SPF 60 and going out in the winter with the most sun protection ever. We've had three yeah. days of sun in the past six weeks. <laughs> yeah. I'm already pale. I might as well commit. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw your thighs five minutes ago. Yeah. Um, so obviously descriptions of Sinch are pretty mercurial, mercurial in nature. Uh, there are some descriptions of him which do get corroborated, like the DMT smoke monster. Some people yeah, do yeah. see the same thing when they're describing it. Sinch uh, is often seen as a thin, lanky sorcerer in robes that can change color. Sinch's uh, head hangs low beneath its shoulders so that its head and body are one and its arms are long and spindly. Uh, I did send you guys a picture if you wanted to look. From above Sinch's burning eyes spring two sweeping horns, the spiraling extremities from of which crackle with arcane fire. It looks very uh pagan or like uh uh what like a cod? What is it? It's like Sumerian in in art. Like it, I watched The Exorcist in October and Pazuzu is like the demon in that who is like they find in Sumeria, which is like in Iran now or something like that. Yep. Um, it looks very of that era, the, like goat or Mes- like bull, bull based. Yeah, very uh, gross and creepy. Also, saber tooth tits, like a coconut bra with saber teeth on. Yeah. It. Hell yeah! 
I can't quite <laughs> tell what the real what the the main face on it is because he's got a belly face, he's got nipple faces, he's got a face face. Looks like he has eyes on the end of his horns almost too. So, but the yeah. the, the description continues. Sometimes his skin is described as covered in faces and mouths that shift, slide, emerge, and are subsumed back into the unnatural flesh. Oh, so that's oh. great for humans. Humans see faces and everything when they're tripping and stuff, or even exactly. in, in in pattern recognition. So yeah. it's like we can't really comprehend so we just see faces all over him kind of that's it that's why i call him the magic mushroom god because it's like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's absolutely like if you're just seeing somebody's skin covered in faces and mouths that are shifting sliding emerging and subsuming back into their flesh you're probably tripping some of the um, grout between the fake rocks on my wall in front of me i i have looked at and detected faces when i would never do drugs either but if i was stoned i would have absolutely done that i (laughs) once went to uh the middle of the woods a shaman in mexico the top of a hill (laughs) And it's just me and ice. And I walked across these train tracks over a train bridge up this hill. And I'm at the peak of a hill. There's forest everywhere. And there's a river below. And I'm watching the sunset down, uh, go down. And I was in college and experimenting. So I was having like a, a fun time. And I was seeing things in the trees and everything. And I, at one point, I'm looking up at the trees. And I look next to me. And the dog's sitting next to me. She's also looking up, just like breathing Aww. happy. Yeah, so we're just vibing out in the woods. But then... I'm watching the sunset and the sun goes down and I realize I'm tripping and I'm in the middle of the woods and it's pitch black. I don't have a flashlight to bring my phone. I'm just yeah. like out in the I middle of the I woods. I doubt you had a phone at the time. It was a flip phone probably. Uh, if yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, you do this all the time now. You like venture out into Ethan's soy field with whiskey every summer. <laughs> I, I like a good adventure, at least a nice solo adventure. Yeah. And I went out with ice. And so and now I'm walking back and all I can see is the trees as they get close to me and pass by. And I'm seeing faces in the trees and I'm just following this dog. The dog's pulling me <laughs> and to either side of me, there's like cliff faces. And we're going down to this like spiraling trail to get back down to the train tracks. And we still have to cross the train bridge that has gaps that go down to the river below. Uh, so I fall. My dog brings me all the way down the, the hill the right way. I don't fall. She brings me across the railroad bridge. Now we're, we got lights and we're home. So the dog, uh, it was a good thing I brought the dog because she knew the way home. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you would just be sun bleached bones at this point if you didn't have your dog with you. You'd yeah, be like some, one of those, like a deer skeleton you take a souvenir from, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some froshy smoking a joint for the first time would have found me just like <laughs> frozen out there. Yeah. Kind of fucking bawling out of your skull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So sometimes he is sometimes Sinch is seen as just multicolored smoke, yet more times he's seen as a flock of malformed birds or fish uh, or a bastard version of the two that swim in the air and fly in the sea. Like we said earlier, birds and fish are both consistent symbols for Sinch. It seems like it's like a combination of the two, right? Yeah, exactly. Penguins, the most the most eldritch horror. The bird <laughs> fish, yeah. in antarctica and and you know all those early eldritch horror writers were obsessed with antarctica yeah uh i mean well, there we had to be something it. beyond the penguins right exactly <laughs> yeah yeah they're actually in much beyond the penguins once you go away from the water there's like nothing nothing there's just big old crevasses yeah. or crevices crevasses <laughs> crevasses there's uh, a crevice and a crevasse are either ice or um rock jamie as far you as should have been here last weekend pete and i talked all about yeah. uh antarctica already okay so we're not right. doing it two weeks in a row we already Let's talked about the the strange dinosaur land in the middle of antarctica oh we right? did yeah when it was an archipelago do you know what antarctica <laughs> smells like when you pull up penguin shit yeah. cigarettes penguin oh. shit 
I thought it was like all the Eldritch Horrors smoking. They probably <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, so smoking of- the... <laughs> Oh, sorry. Smoking is, is is the most entropy thing you could do to yourself, I guess. Sure. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, birds and fish. I, I tried to do the research on like why birds and fish. It seemed like the best guess I could find is that like they both live or or look about in very transient mediums. Like air and water are constantly changing and in flux. Mm. I was like, okay. I think just like fish and feather or scales and feathers are like weird to see on like grafted onto human skin yeah. because of mutation more than anything, but and yeah. air and water, like where we're most uncomfortable traveling, I guess like land is kind of our thing. Land is our thing. Yeah. I think number one with a bullet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've got four. Okay. We've got yeah. land, water, we've got air, we got space. You I don't want to find yourself in the middle of any of those except for land. Depends. Yeah. Am I tripping out and don't have a dog with me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Always bring your dog, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Into the warp. Hey, uh if if you're in air or space, or if you're in air, the dog will get you home just as unerringly. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> true, yeah. You you guys will arrive at the exact same time. <laughs> <laughs> if you ignore air resistance. Uh so it could be that Sinch had a physical form which he's capable of shifting. It could be that the master sor- sorcery is simply projecting the images he wants mortals to see because he's like the CIA and subtle manipulation. It could be that he never really meets with anybody. He just sends like visions. Uh, it's also possible that mortal minds upon holding, uh, beholding the dark God create an image in their own mind to explain what they're seeing. So maybe this is just people's DMT monster that they're right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're all projecting onto this thing. Um, Everybody sits down at the campfire and talks to a school of fish. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll post a picture of you guys of of a uh, a scene a ritual. This is like this is what him and the boys get up to, kind of thing. Uh, and you will notice in the foreground a lot of like feathered appendages that don't really match what what a human human <laughs> should look like. A lot it's of like like slimy bird beaks coming out of the direct center of like a humanoid like a yeti chest yeah it's kind of it's kind of like formal wear like you know how like a college professor will put uh leather patches on their elbows yeah. they just get feather <laughs> feathery masses <laughs> on their elbows to show they're fancy and ready for their <laughs> the, like, tweed, the tweed, tweed coat tweed with the feather the feather, feather elbows feather. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so naturally many of the followers of the scene cult are sorcerers in search of power those who stray too close to the hell sun with their wax wing. Uh, some follow him willingly, looking to the dark god and seeing their chance of taking a slice of power. Some of them, like, hey, ruinous power, that's fucking dope. Do it. <laughs> Do it. I'll, I'll be a horror. A horror. Let's go. I'll sacrifice I'll RP- the elbows of my perfectly good tweed coat to this dark <laughs> god. Yeah. I'll uh, RP the RP. Exactly. We'll play the ruinous power. Mm-hmm. Oh, very nice. Uh, others, yeah. of course, are deceived. They believe they are operating under their own agency, but unbeknownst to them, they serve the changer of ways. Oh, uh, yeah. Destabilizing the countries with the banana farms is the right thing to do. I have not been misled by the government. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At all. <laughs> no, we should. We should vote for Rand. Of course we should. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because of this, it's hard to run a census on the followers of Sinch. On paper, he definitely has less followers than a celebrity ruinous power like Korn. Mm. Uh, probably also has the least of all four, like direct followers. Um, but as but many they probably people... don't know, right? Like everybody's been born identityed into exactly, yeah, being a follower of Siege. Okay, yeah, it's very. Yeah. I mean, it's very authentic 
he's the psyop one exactly right? yeah the yeah. second half of my sentence was but as many people aren't aren't even aware they're serving him he might have much more than we we could ever do. okay sorry i, I don't need to keep yeah, like you don't have to apologize you nailed it dude. <laughs> yeah. you nailed it yeah it doesn't have laid, to laid up his style you don't advertise as much you know like slanesh like come on over here we got the fucking and that's awesome <laughs> it's yeah. like corn's like we got the killing dude you want to slaughter some folk that, and then that could be, we got the fucking could be arby's new slogan i think it was <laughs> instead of we got the meat i still have on the subject of uh, the booty shorts that we're waiting to be able to sell um i still have they call me big fucking is the big red logo <laughs> it's like we got the fucking and it's just an rb sandwich turned sideways like oh <laughs> roast beef, roast beef. yeah 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 <laughs> He's writing it down like that's gonna be the artwork or something. No, I, I, I accidentally <laughs> yeah. capitalized the W in tweed like an. Idiot. It's like yeah, <laughs> we need fixing that for myself. <laughs> feathery elbows, roast beef vagina. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, we're <laughs> gonna jam all this into mid journey and see what pops out, huh? <laughs> for the record, I do not work in mid journey. Anybody out there? Uh, I think people can tell from looking at your artwork that it's not. <laughs> it all, I know it all looks pretty consistent. <laughs> um. So as as um. Uh. Sorry, I lost my spot here. Some of those who follow him willingly are gifted for it. They become sorcerers capable of manipulating the wart. But generally, Sinch likes to mutate his followers into abominations known as chaos spawn. Okay. So as followers continue to serve, they find themselves rewarded with more and more mutations. A sorcerer struggling to master the complex rites of spellcraft may find their hands mutated into convenient tentacles, like a multi-tool for magic. It's funny. I was thinking he would just like you get five wand fingers per hand now. So you can <laughs> yeah. zap, zap that way. Basically, though, uh, that's that's the that's the spirit of it at the very right. least. Um, or maybe their eyes will change to a liquefied goop, which helps them to see magic better. Like, <laughs> I'm going to take away your eyes. You just get oh. goo instead. And you won't be able to see, but you'll see the lines of magic better, right? To become a better sorcerer. Okay. Uh, all of this is in service uh, to Sinch in the hopes of becoming a demon proper. So, again, they want to keep becoming stronger and stronger sorcerers to become proper demons. I was just thinking uh, about a nearsighted sorcerer that also has the goo eyes, just like with constantly wet glasses they're pushing up <laughs> against the goo. <laughs> Yeah. With a tentacle, they keep pushing up their their glasses with their tentacle, but the sucker keeps getting stuck on the lens. Yeah. And the lens <laughs> I was thinking of like a meeting with like a TA or something, like trying to clean off the lens with a tentacle, so it's just getting slimier and slimier. <laughs> slimier. Uh, 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 it's like a slime soaked rag in their tentacle. <laughs> like stuff it back into the tweed coat, just like covered in goo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but every time a bell rings, a uh, follower of Sinch gets too many wings. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Most followers have their flesh twisted too far enough to drive them mad. Like a beautiful snowflake, no two are the same. So I sent you guys a picture of what one chaos spawn looks like. Uh, the body from which the spawn pupates grows vast with layers of muscle and sagging flab enveloping the contorted skeleton and rapidly mutating organs within. Limbs elongate and multiply, fracturing along their length to allow for new movement before developing sharply articulated joints. This is a, an, a horror to an octopus, right? This is what we call it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I can't tell which one was the original guy. Like, is it the guy who's twisted backwards? Like, whenever you get um, tetanus or whatever, like, in your spine gets all 
or is it um, rabies where your spine just completely goes backwards and tense because your back I thought was, muscles? I thought syphilis fucked up your spine. Rabies is your brain and It'll you like, drool. One of them, Rabies it makes your back, it makes all your muscles tense up, but your back's stronger than your front. So you end up being in this like death arch on your back where it's like you never can lay down properly. Your stomach okay. is sticking out. And it looks like what this guy has. And then out of his chest is like, Almost like something from like Diablo, like a skeleton. I, I think it's him. Fleshy. I think it's one person. I think like his skeleton and muscles have ripped out of his own chest and are sticking out of his own chest. Well, there's an upside oh, down face yeah. that Jamie was talking about, like on where the crotch yeah. of the top skeleton would be. But there's and no skull in there. His skull ripped itself out. There's just goo in there. Yeah, there's just <laughs> black goo coming out. Goo with astigmatism that can't see straight or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's I like how this thing kind of looks like how every single change was like, ah, fuck. And they kind of overcorrect for it. So it's like, oh, yeah, nah, his head's upside down now. And his eyes are just black tentacles. We're going to put eyes on his chest. It's like, ah, fuck, now he can't eat so because his head's upside down. So we're just going to put a big mouth in the middle of the upside down chest. Yeah. Oh, fuck. We're just going to put a skeleton on top of the whole goddamn thing to restart this whole process. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what, you what know about what? the spine scorpion tail? It's like, nah, I'll leave it. <laughs> yeah that comes out from under his right armpit like what yeah, the fuck exactly uh it's inelegant problem. it's inelegant i yeah. mean not to cinch to cinch this is what it's all about you know what i mean this is this is the end goal what's well, a hard one changed. to I, this is a hard one to fully imagine. So, like, if you are a patron, you can check out the episode picks on yeah. uh, Loreboys Discord.gg slash Loreboys, and uh, we'll post that. But holy, uh, what a grotesque figure! You can find it if you look up at Chaos Spawn. They all look like this. Again, they're all beautiful snowflakes. Don't they Google all, it. All Subscribe unique. to our Patreon and get onto the Discord. <laughs> and Google has no good information whatsoever. Also, actually. that you won't know exactly which one we're talking about. No. Yeah. <laughs> um. So this biology, obviously, utterly incapable of sustaining a natural existence. Yet, it is given fuel by the unquenchable insanity of the being that has been transformed. So, Sorcerer learns some magic, starts using too much magic, starts getting deformed, gets more and more deformed, starts to go more and more insane because they're getting more and more deformed. Uh, and that, that insanity seems to drive, like, sorcery in some way. So, they, they keep, like, okay. drawing more and more warp, which leads to more and more mutation, essentially. It is a racket. that Sinch is the CIA. Well, in his infinite wisdom, Sinch has allowed this poor sap to retain just enough of their former intellect to experience an eternity of madness. I see. Huh. Beautiful. Okay. There's no blissful ignorance here. It's you're, you are going to be aware of your insanity for all time. Without spoiling too much of the game, uh, what you've been fighting so far in Rogue Trader, it's like a, it, it's like a turn-based fighting game, right? It's a, yeah, like a, turn-based tactical shooter i guess like like, like an xcom or uh, something XCOM, like yeah. that yeah like okay. a, so you're fighting these things i have fought so far. one of exactly one of these things i think so far, maybe okay. two of these is and it a tutorial I, boss because that's what you did no so i got a little bit past the actual tutorial but it's i did like chapter one so still okay. very good so. um yeah i've played like i don't know to 10 hours something like that like oh, actual okay um maybe more i don't know who, who can keep track okay um, so while you're doing your rogue trading there's chaos there's a couple of these out there a couple of these out there yeah so uh, like the, the game starts essentially you're like you become a rogue trader uh, listen to our rogue trader episode if you want to hear about how that is you inherit a warrant of trade uh, and become a rogue trader uh and you're like chaos forces attacked your ship and you're trying to figure out there's like 
these strange pieces of glass on your your aunts, your distant relation, who the former rogue trader whom you inherited the warrant from. Uh, there's like these strange pieces of, of glass, like multicolored glass on her desk, and they're artifacts of chaos, essentially. Okay. Uh, yeah. And you you seem to be able to like lean into the chaos element. I'm I'm doing like a a, a moral playthrough, I guess, on my first <laughs> first playthrough. I'm not right. not doing the evil playthrough on my first one, but uh, it seems to be like you could probably like get artifacts of chaos and maybe even side with chaos at some point later on in the game. I don't know. Nice. I haven't been that far. Does the cat bring back the toy every time you throw it, or are you just throwing things? I'm throwing kibble. Oh, you're throwing so kibble. He, okay. he eats it. Oh, awesome. I throw Mine it, then he does. eats it. I have a hair elastic from some woman that I, my cat loves. I'll toss it into my bedroom, and my cat will chase it back out to my desk, and I'll grab it and throw it back into my bedroom. My, yeah, when I'm upstairs working in, in the office, because it's, uh, it's like off a hallway at the top of a flight of stairs, uh, if my door's open, he'll bring me, he has like a ball that he loves to bring me. And he loves to play fetch, but he also loves to bring it just like a foot and a half out of my reach. That's as yeah. far as he brings it every single time. So it's like, eventually I have to lock him out. I'm like, if he just brought it all the way, I'd be fine. Like, I'd throw it all day, no problem. But because he brings it too far, I'm like, I'm going to keep taking my headphones off and getting out of my chair to go get your ball all day. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to cool. sacrifice him to the ruinous powers. I'm going to turn him into a flash mob. Honestly, Melon too. Melon first. Uh, your cat's kind of cool. Uh, Melon's not cool yet. <laughs> uh yeah i mean he's getting a lot chiller honestly he's yeah. he's he's already quite a bit calmer than he used to be so winter made mine so snuggly now she's three and a half too yeah i was talking about luis's last night and he's holding his like 13 year old black cat patting it on the butt and then it would kiss him every time he patted it no. i was like oh my god this is the sweetest old animal <laughs> well you've only got 12 and a half years until you can do that to your cat <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> i'll be in my oh 44 jesus christ <laughs> oh no, oh, no. <laughs> why did you do it jv <laughs> oh god uh that's awful I hope my fucking skull and rib cage rips itself out of my chest before that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Uh, so the Thousand Sun, the Chaos Legion under the watchful tutelage of longtime Loreboy's patron, Magnus the Red, view the Chaos Spawn as a natural byproduct of the quest for knowledge. Sortarius, the current homeworld of the Thousand Suns Legion, is covered in roaming packs of Chaos Spawn, former people in service to the Legion who could only make the B team. They are Used in battle, they're often kind of funneled towards the enemy. You can't really like give them orders, but you kind of just like build like magic barriers, like a magic funnel, literally that they have to run okay, down. Yeah. Or we sometimes need to stop fighting the thousand suns in this canyon because <laughs> <laughs> their monsters keep pouring out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, There's some magician leading a bunch of lemmings into our planet. <laughs> 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 There's just lemmings with the stop hands and like, people bouncing into them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they so they um, they'll also sometimes like take like a pane of slaves that they'll put it like like a a nice little breadcrumb trail, so that the the oh the they chaos hook are, kibble for are, their cats too. Oh, well, I that's see. it. They're they're drawn yeah. to slaughter, right? And they just want to like destroy yeah. things. So they're like they see they see a piece of kibble, they see a breadcrumb, they run after it, and sometimes nice. they'll do that to get. So I'm just picturing like this like one guy just like poor bastard, raggedy clothes, in some manacles, like standing next to like the Imperium's forces, just like. 30 feet away from their, their battle line, the Imperium's just like, what are you doing? Uh, uh, nothing. Just keeps looking over his shoulder, waiting for the thing to come and like eat him. Like, uh. He's like tied to that stick like the goat in Jurassic Park. He's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, the ones who managed to survive battle 
uh, grow in size. So they're like lobsters. Uh, chaos oh. spawns never stop growing. Oh. Uh, the resulting... I thought he'd get a little metal. They'd pin a tentacle to his chest for his service. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> they'd pin his former claw, which he molted out of. <laughs> <laughs> um, the resulting gargantuan chaos spawns uh, are get very, very, very large. Uh, they they never stop growing, like I said. So like they can just get bigger and bigger and bigger. They become harder and harder to kill, uh, and that essentially ensures that the soul that became it is condemned to an eternity of madness. Like you'll never get released because even if you get killed, there's probably a portion of you which will remain, which will then continue to mutate and become another chaos spawn. Right? Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It's like a Gario, that game where you're you start as a blob. You can only absorb smaller blobs. You yeah. Get bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, chaos spawns. Those who avoid the fate of becoming a chaos spawn become incredibly powerful chaos sorcerers and warriors. Uh, more and more humans we know fall victim to Sinch each year. The Imperium reports that the gene which allows humans to become psychers in the first place is spreading every year. So it's not, it's the opposite of a recessive gene. It is right, a okay. pro- progressive gene. Processing I mean, gene. In 40,000 years, there are no gingers, but tons of wizards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's recessive and dominant, right? It's dominant. a gene that, yeah, okay, yeah. Because like, that means it, it would like it would spread, right? Like a dominant gene. I don't. Yeah, hey, I, I haven't don't done biology in a while. There's that whole experiment with the bean plants. where you have oh, dominant yeah. genes, yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. you can get like seventy five percent of growth if it's a dominant and a recessive, and then Bunch two dominant beans. You're just like, I don't want these step beans. Actually, <laughs> yeah, two dominants gets you a hundred of the way. I don't know. I, Go go take a uh, biology class, you bunch of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking moron. Uh, I'm not gonna do it. You do it. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, whatever the term, like, there's a gene which allows humans to manipulate the warp and become wizards, and that gene is spreading throughout the gene pool. So okay. that means there's more and more unsanctioned mediums out there ready to fall victim to Sinch and his tricks. Right? Uh, right. Of course. Imperials are under strict rules to execute any psychers showing signs of corruption. It's instant death if you're a psyker and you show like you are uh, drinking the Kool-Aid, I guess, of the of the warp. Tentacles, um, please. Tentacles, please, at the border. Tentacles. <laughs> well, the Kool-Aid uh, still, of the warp would be clam juice, right? Of course it would. I hope yeah, so. yeah, that's yeah. it. No clam, no clam juice vials over 100 milliliters. Uh, <laughs> take your shoes off yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like 16 Mato. shoes coming off <laughs> <laughs> uh, still it remains the less bright corruption throughout the galaxy uh, but as the chaos sorcerers its spawns are incredibly powerful it is the most feared by the emperor's empire's ordo xenos the the inquisition okay. um so it's it's the again seeing the fewest followers probably the least spread throughout the galaxy but it is still the most feared like the quote i read to you guys earlier it is it is chaos almost in its purest form uh, and thus rightly feared Sinch himself is directly opposed to nurgle the plague lord hmm. where papa nurgs embodies chaos as stagnation and dissolution Sinch sees it more as constant change nurgle oh. feeds off feeds off of despair and decay Sinch is powered by hope potential and progress Nur- nurgle hmm. would be a stagnant pool filled with like insect eggs yeah. and fetid water and yeah, and, yeah. and Zinch would be a flood that took out, or a monsoon or something. Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. uh, yeah okay. Uh, to many students of the Ruinous Powers, the however speculative ideological descriptions of the Changer of Ways make better sense when put up against Nurgle uh, versus uh, the other two, right? 
Despite Tinch's intense rivalry with Grandfather Nurgle, he is nonetheless the Chaos God with the most influence over the other major Runa's powers. At times, the Chaos Gods must unite and act in concert if their individual plans are to reach fruition, as they did against the Emperor at the time of the Horus Heresy. And it is always Sinch who brokers these rare alliances of Chaos Undivided. Um, probably just being open to like the change of form of that, right? Yeah, it's like change at any cost. Like again, thinking about like the psyop strategy of this thing, it's like every once in a while you do need a little bit of muscle to go in and actually execute your coup or whatever. yeah, exactly. Like, while you've been poisoning people's minds for ten thousand years or or something like that. I, I like that it, it's going to be the mind manipulator is like the main bad of the of the merchant game, right? Like <laughs> uh, there's going to be some interesting, like politics stuff and like, Oh yeah. It's other again, emergency. again. So there, there is like a, um, there's like alignment, right? Like there's good and evil, but it's, uh, there's three. So there's, there's dogmatic, there's heretical, and then there's iconoclast. So there's essentially oh. like, you can fully believe in the, the empire and the church uh, and be a, a dogmatic, or you can be heretical and you can lean into the forces of, of chaos, or you can be an iconoclast. It's just like you, you're for the people. Cool. But yeah, like I, that. I mean, breaking off from both the empire and also chaos, it's like based libertarian playthrough of like <laughs> yeah. of like rogue trader, basically. Where you're yeah, like, yeah. no, uh, who, uh, no roads. I don't fucking care who builds them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got the my ship. It, what do I need? A, what do I need more void ships for everybody? For <laughs> the way that Pete said something earlier, just remind me. Have you guys seen each other yet, Ethan? Have you given your the Christmas gift to Peter? No, I haven't. Okay, oh. it's on my Never desk. Mind. I have okay. a Christmas gift for you, Pete. If you came down for New Year's, I would have given it to you. Oh, yeah. yeah, we were all too sleepy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so after the break, uh, we'll talk a bit more about Sinch and his mortal Astartes, the, th- the Thousand Suns. Beautiful. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back from the break. We were talking about Are you? the Chaos Lord <laughs> Cinch. And his, uh, why don't we why don't we talk about his digs? Why don't we why don't we talk about his MTV cribs? I sent you guys a picture of uh, what his what his setup looks like. Pretty simple stuff. Uh, his home sweet home is known as the Impossible Fortress, uh, located on the plane of sorcerers. This ever changing sanctum of magic walls is said to exist at the center of an impossible crystal maze. Impossible Fortress sounds like a very good but kind of dangerous Nickelodeon competition show for children. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's like one of those playground competition ones, yeah, right? Yeah, I can't remember what that was called. Remember the, <laughs> the temple Aztec one? Challenger? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Like Aztec Challenge or some shit, whatever that was. And it's like if you ran through, you could get the the bronze, then the silver, then the gold, depending yeah, on how the, far the you idols. made it and the amount of time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And yeah, then there's bonus idols for prizes. Okay, and looking at this fortress, there's a bunch of like things that are not completely real it seems like at the bottom because there's like floating eyes and like miasma where this like spiraling yeah, staircase goes up to a very floating... alice in wonderland-esque staircase yeah. like yeah growing up these like swirling smoke black hole eyes that are like in the mist around it it's hey, the, the only of... thing that connects it to the ground but could never support something that big i was no. gonna say that the technical foundation is real reliable and if you could build a synagogue on top of these tunnel right through it don't worry <laughs> about it yeah <laughs> Imbalance was... fires loom at impractical angles above it alongside towers of blue and pink warp fire, which is what you see at the bottom there. I'd like to live in one of the towers that has like the straight hallway out and it's just a tower all by itself on the side yes. there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it'd be nice and secluded. And if you want, you can go to the main building, but you have your own little tower. And, yeah. yeah. Also, uh, on the subject of uh, all the Chaos Gods being NB icons, the bisexual lighting in all the scene art, the pink and the blue, yep. very good. Very good. That's true. I can only assume that NB's... Like, I, I don't know when scene was introduced, but they may, have, they may have taken the colors from this. Dude, yeah. The, the bisexual, bisexual psyop. Oh, yeah. that is... Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, so doors are... I love the episode right there. <laughs> <laughs> bisexual. Yeah. I, I, yeah. when it was in my head i was like that's a good episode title it's like, <laughs> yeah. a writer's so, room right here guys <laughs> doors appear uh, are known to appear randomly uh then disappear with a slam no one but the most powerful lords of change who are the strongest of Cinch's demons are able to navigate the fortress without essentially being lost for all time in a realm without time uh breadcrumbs all over the place never find your way out of the witch's game. exactly yeah <laughs> well slaves to eat all, all over the place Oh, yeah, those, those are the breakup course. <laughs> uh, it is <laughs> just a guy coming with a plate, and he like walks into your room. He has like the the napkin over his head. He puts the plate down. And he just stands onto it. <laughs> <laughs> Your dinner, yeah. sir. Yeah. Puts the, the takes the dome dish like the lid off. That just puts it on his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good, Jamie. Uh, uh, so it's from here this this impossible fortress that Scenes does most most of his scheming and orders his minions about. Most notable among them may be the Thousand Sons Traitor Legion. Uh, I have a quote for you for, for you guys, uh, attributed to Ariman of the Thousand Suns. And what of your Imperium? It was built with the to- toil of heroes and giants, and now it is inhabited by frightened weaklings to whom the glories of those times are half-forgotten legends. Um, we have done an episode on the Thousand Suns uh, about their fall to chaos. Uh, we're going to go over some of the same stuff, but if you want to hear that, there's a link uh, to that episode in the description to this one. Uh, so the Thousand Sons Traitor Legion of Heretic Astartes serves Sinch exclusively. There, <laughs> there's there's Sinch. Say that again quickly. Holy! The Thousand Sons Traitor Legion of Heretic Astartes serves Sinch exclusively. Serves Sinch exclusively. Serves Sinch yeah. exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Unique New York. Unique New York. <laughs> <laughs> During the Great Crusade, the galaxy-spanning mission to reunite all of humanity after the ten thousand years of darkness they had just went through. The Thousand Suns underwent some change. Many men manifested psychic abilities, 
Other, uh, others underwent a flesh change uh, and developed <laughs> rapid and uncontrolled physical mutations. Sound familiar? Puberty. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're going to have tentacles where you didn't have tentacles before. Don't worry about it. We, we had a <laughs> yeah. whole class about this. Don't worry, honey. He's not mad at you. He's just going through, what is it, a flesh change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so mutated battle brothers were placed in stasis to await an eventual cure, and the ranks of the Thousand Sons grew thin. Leaders of the Imperium became concerned, and many argued that the Legion should be disbanded and all traces of his, its existence removed from Imperial history. Of course, we know from the, the last episode that that didn't happen. You guys remember the last episode. I, yeah. I, know, I, know, I, I know you guys remember exactly how this goes. But, the uh, guy we'll with bird f- wings is uh, there. <laughs> yeah. He's so got the, the great, nipple, nipple spikes. The Great Crusade wore on with nickels, n- n- nickel spikes. Uh, <laughs> nipple spikes in, t- in tow uh, and the forces of the, the emperor eventually reached the planet Prospero where they discovered Magnus the Red the Cyclopean Primarch of the Thousand Suns once introduced to the 15th Legion created from his genome Magnus acted swiftly to save his progeny almost all of whom had succumbed to the flesh change at that point Okay. through some unknown and impossibly arcane process of sorcery gained through talking to people in the warp uh, there, and a, there was a bargain that cost him one of his eyes. Magnus managed to stabilize the Thousand Suns gene seed, but by then the number of the Thousand Suns was still small. So we know from the from the episode that Cinch gave him this deal. He didn't know it was Cinch at the time. Magnus is the poster boy right, or yes. person who was serving Cinch without realizing he was serving Cinch the whole time. Right, like yeah. that, that was exactly his arc. Was like he was doing all these things that he thought was the right thing. At the end of that episode, you guys will remember sorcery was banned, and he he was like, "I have to warn the emperor of an attack coming." So he used sorcery to send a psychic message, and they used and the ruinous powers used that message, like that spell, to breach the emperor's palace and gravely wound him. Right, right. Mm. and all of that was Sinch's scheming, basically. So things were looking <laughs> scheming spelt with a tz by the way scheming <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. pila so <laughs> during the fall of prospero uh at the end of our, our last episode magnus and some of the thousand sons managed to escape with the help of patron Sinch. after fully embracing the runa's power the thousand sons continued to develop their combat doctrine doctrine of guile and trickery and they continued to favor ranged weapons and sorcery over close combat That's still kind of how they operate um, their doctrine of guile and trickery. There's like a book that says guile and trickery on the front. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Like that. yeah. um, That's what the professor with the feather patches is teaching the class. It's right. Like, this is what the year's about guile and trickery. Yeah. Now, now, everyone, now everyone open your textbooks and it's just like fake textbooks with like coil snakes inside that pop out. <laughs> <laughs> right First lesson, comes- you failed. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Uh, <laughs> so they changed it, like a pop top textbook to have yeah. the snakes like still inside like so they changed it they changed their legion's colors from crimson to blue and gold uh these are the favored colors of the changer of ways uh and added elaborate headdresses to their helmet that's just a fun fact that i i wanted to add they just they got more fun with their helmets yeah, they got the pharaoh things on the side yeah. there. The yeah, bisexual exactly. psyop. <laughs> 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 they took uh, bisexuals love fancy helmets. Uh, they do. They took yeah, up, so you can pick them out of a crowd. Yeah. They create helmets. Yeah. <laughs> they took up residence on Sortarius, 
the planet of sorcerers within the eye of terror in the warp. Now, constant exposure to the Imperium would take its toll. Soon, the flesh change, which once played, plagued the mortal legion, took hold again. So again, they were mortals. They had this thing called the flesh change. It was real, real bad. Everyone was becoming chaos spawn. Magnus walks into the warp, thinks he finds the perfect spell to solve this, not realizing it was the scene that gave it to him. Cures his people. They're good. Gives up an eye for it, too, right? He gave up an eye for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In the bargain. Managed if only to save... there was somewhere he could get another one to cure them again. Right? <laughs> <laughs> now he... So he uh, managed to cure them, and now that they're back in the warp, they're suddenly succumbing to it again. Nobody, like, nobody stops him. It's like, hey... Our new god gave us all a book, said Guile and Trickery on it, and it was full of fake snakes. Do you think maybe <laughs> this is him? <laughs> Do you think maybe he's doing this again? You think he's tricking us, Magnus? Uh, it's like he's completely forgotten. He's like, no, this passage right here opens a book, it's showered with spring snakes. Yeah. <laughs> god damn it! <laughs> god damn it! <laughs> Pokes him in his good eye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So they're yeah, he's got like eye, two eye patches over two spring snakes just like stuck in his pockets. <laughs> so their flesh was changing too fast. They were dying in droves. This was, of course, Lorboy's Cannon at, at the design of Siege. Of course it was. Uh, he knew what he was up to. He inflicted the flesh change on them, knowing, I'm going to say, also being the Lord of Destiny, that Magnus is second in command. The extremely powerful uh, Ariman the Sorcerer would work on a cure. So I didn't look this up. When I was reaching this episode, but I, when I went to go grab a picture of him before I, uh, right before we started recording, I, I found out that Ariman is like the evil god in Zoroastrianism. Fun fact for you. Zoroastrian. Oh. Let's... <laughs> That's like the OG, like ancient religion. So this is, yeah. this is a very like Sumerian. Talking about your Sumeria, Sumerian. Yeah, Mesopotamia. cool, cool. Um, so Azak Ariman had been a space marine from the beginning, pretty much. He had been born on Terra, and he and his twin brother Ormuzd uh, were selected to be inducted into the ranks of the Space Marine Legions right after the Unification Wars on Earth. When I'm corrupted by the ruinous powers, my power armor also better have nipples, like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> big, big round. They're bulbous. Yeah, They're like, like, uh, I, I'm just saying this because Ethan's tree is still up. They are like Christmas ornament size nipples. They are. The he, pro he probably sent it back. He's like, you know, it's been chafing my nipples. Can you just like make a little alteration for me <laughs> no, he's, he's got dome. the flesh change his nipples just get like bigger and bigger over time that's, that's oh man six inches Girth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um he's been a space marine pretty much from the beginning ozak was one of the leading researchers in looking for the original cure before they found magnus and magnus made his deal but ultimately he couldn't save his twin uh or or Mushed. Uh, who transformed into a chaos spawn and Ozek back in the day was forced to old yeller his twin brother. Okay. Uh, so he was on the verge of succumbing himself when Magnus the Red was retrieved from involuntary exile and managed to save everybody. Damn. Of course, wasn't known to our, our men at the time that it was Sinch who had given Magnus the cure. Still, Armin loved Magnus as all the Thousand Sons did. When an Astartes succumbed to the flesh change much later, Ariman continued to follow Magnus, but was kind of seeing the first of what he perceived as weakness in his leader after all these times. So, like, okay. Magnus cured it before uh, the fight on Prospero. There was, like, one Space Marine Astartes who succumbed to the flesh change again, 
And Magnus was just like, ah, it's a one in a billion. It's a, it's a fluke. Yeah, that was it's genetic. That was going to happen to him anyway. Gibbering horror. I had a bunch yeah. of morbidities for the tentacle thing. Don't worry about That's it. it. Yeah. So, sometimes when you go walk into the woods and watch the sunset, if you have a genetic mutation, you might turn <laughs> into a chaos <laughs> thing on your way home. Yeah. So like Ariman had obviously revered Magnus like everyone had because he cured the flesh change, right? Uh, and then he sees yeah. this, and he's he's one of like he was Magnus's second in command at the time, and and very much began to doubt his ability after the the one the one change, right? Right. These doubts would would fester and grow during the events surrounding the bottle of, battle of Pros- Prospero, excuse me. And by the time the thousand sons had been rescued by Sinch, uh, and Magnus had become a Daemon prince prince proper, uh, Armin's love and admiration had turned to hatred and contempt. Oh, no. The fact that he turns on him after like one mistake also feels like a bisexual psyop, right? He, like so it feels I, like everybody's being manipulated at all times. I I I glossed a little bit. I mean, so I do think all of this is is Sinch's psyop psyopsing uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I right, I yeah. did gloss over some events for sure. It was like that was the first event bisexual Sin- with the T in the middle there, obviously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> by TZ sexual, bisexual, bisexual. Bite sexual, uh, yeah. Bites, I'm bite sexual. Honestly, um, yeah. A good first bite into that euro, it's it's, it's bite. That's sexual bite right <laughs> there. Good, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I gloss over a few things. Like that was the first, uh, the first sign that that Armin was like, oh shit, like that's still a thing. I guess he failed to cure the flesh change, and then when he brushed it off, it was like that. But there was like more things that followed uh, after that, and there was like a lot more events in the end. And then he kind of comes to realize when they're saved by scene. Oh. Like this guy, the the Lord of Change, and like we had this problem called the Flesh Change, is saving us now. Like after all these years, like he's kind of right. putting the pieces together, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. When the Flesh Change once again ran rampant amongst the survivors of the Thousand Sons in the wake of their exile to the Eye of Terror, and Magnus once again accepted it. Now that they're in the Eye of Terror, Magnus is kind of just like, yeah, it's our, that's the new new hazards of the job. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Ariman sets out to find a cure for the Flesh. Everyone put these on, which is like goggles. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll protect you from the snakes. Seriously, keep them on. <laughs> he's got, he's got, again, just like band aids over both eyes. Yeah, uh, he's, yeah. He's like no, these these, these goggles are are have been put through the thousand spring spring snake test. They've yeah. been hit by a thousand spring yeah. snakes already. They're good. We're dealing with the chaos, God. You could like open the book and it's just inside the goggles. The snakes hit you all yeah. of a sudden. <laughs> 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 that's what hit that's what wounded the Emperor is the fact like a like a rip in the warp opens up in the throne room and just spring snakes just pour through. <laughs> poke them in the eyes. You open the book and there's just two eyes in the book and you realize they're your eyes. You take off the glasses, get a better look, and two snakes pop out of your face. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that's such a beautiful reverse. We need an animator, I swear to God. Oh, uh, if only I could do that. I, I experimented with a few times. I cannot. I'm no we were good. watching Zaboomafu, and there was a couple really shoddy <laughs> animations. And I was like, I think Peter could do at least 90s cartoon animation 90s style. 90s yeah. cartoons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three frames a second. You'll be okay. Or three yeah, frames was, fi- for five seconds. Like, yeah, I mean, I can set like a motion tween to 24 frames a second and flash fine. But it just, I think it looks bad. Yeah, we'll we'll outsource it. 
We'll send yeah, it to the yeah, Philippines yeah. or something. Uh, <laughs> what? That's what everyone does. I know. I know. <laughs> what I do for a living. To send you yeah, I know. When you work Jamie's in the job. <laughs> um, I meant specifically for animation. Uh, consumed by his own hatred, uh, Armin's own hatred, and hubris, and utterly unaware of the uh, how crazy, attempting to use the very energy of change to stop changes, Armin delved into the sorcerer's knowledge held in the Book of Magnus. We talked a bit about the Book of Magnus on the, on the last episode, so go listen to that if you're curious. Um, distilling the colossal collections of formula, incantations, and rites, and infusing the results with his own hatred of Magnus and angst at the fate of his legion. Ariman devised the canvas of a mighty arcane spell that would ultimately undo all the woe that had befallen his battle brothers and thus protect them from the flesh for all eternity. It's going to go good, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, every story you've ever told me about Warhammer has a happy ending. Everyone <laughs> exactly. resolves everything. Yeah. How do you it's fix always... change? You change the change, dummy. Oh, idiot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but preliminary testing of the spell he called the rubric generated great promise but Ariman quickly discovered that he lacked the raw psychic power required to achieve permanent results. He then set to work to gathering those amongst the remaining officers of the Thousand Sons who, like him, were disgusted by what had befallen their legion and their primarch. Gathering in a fell circle around Ariman, this cabal of sorcerers lent their power to him, who then unleashed the full potential of his desperate spell. The rubric manifested itself as an immense storm of arcane power that engulfed the planet of the sorcerers in an etheric hurricane of multicolored clouds. Demons who witnessed the phenomenon fled into the deep warp for their very existences as the abomination unleashed by Armin could snuff out even their immortal essence. So he did a good spell. You gotta give it to him. It's a, it's a good spell. Yeah. Right? Demons are great running. As in great and terrible, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Formidable. Once fully empowered, the maelstrom of energies fell upon the Thousand Suns as bolts of lightning. Less than 100 amongst them that were psychers, so one per- or less than 100 psychers, absorbed the lightning and had their psychic powers drastically augmented. However, the majority of Battle Brothers of the Legion who lacked the psychic gift could not deal with the cataclysmic amounts of sorcerous energy which was suddenly pouring into them. Their flesh burned on the spot, their bodies reduced to ash inside their arms. And yet the energies resealed, uh, released, excuse me, sealed all the joints of their power armor as it burned their bodies. When their souls attempted to depart their ruined bodies, they found themselves trapped inside their armor, dead yet still alive, with a body but unchanging for all eternity. Um, I know neither of you guys have watched it, but this is like one of the characters in Full Metal Alchemist. Exactly, exactly what happened to him. Uh, That's what happened to all the suits of armor in the Adams family house. I think <laughs> they were burned by a, a warp storm. Well, I just don't know how else they could be alive in there. True. This, this is the only time I've heard. Lord Boy's Canyon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next week, Jamie's doing the Adams Family, clearly, to explain that. Yeah. That's the scene. We're doing uh, Zinch, Adams Family, DMT is the rest of the, <laughs> it's yeah. the rest of January, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm going to do it from our Peter. Jump the Shark episode? Oh, no. I'm yeah. going to do it from Peter's house. It's going to be, oh, Peter. And I could kiss him up and down his arm like Seymour yeah, uh, yeah. does to oh, Morticia or Morticia. whatever. Yeah. It's not Seymour. It's Gomez. What is his name? Gomez. There we go. Seymour. Sorry. Sorry. I don't know. Seymour I've Adams. Seen, I've never seen the Adams family. <laughs> I mean, it's not that crazy compared to Gomez. I, I guess. I don't know. It's, they've been around for a long time. But da, da, you gotta da, da, admit, da. Peter, they're both names. Yeah. And you got me there. <laughs> so Seymour, to, to those thousand sons that could see more life uh, <laughs> and survive the attentions of the spell, 
the ordeal was far from over. They could feel their brethren being utterly consumed through the psychic link that united them. The most affected by this was Magnus himself, who felt every bolt, every burn, and every entrapment as if it were on his own armor, body, and soul. Disabled by the overwhelming sensations, it was only after his whole legion had been affected that the Primarch intervened, wresting control of the spell away from Aramon, putting an end to it when his chief librarian could not. So it kind of got away from Aramon. He couldn't even like stop it at a certain point. Right. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, in the aftermath chief of the li- <laughs> chief librarian couldn't shush out that spell. Yeah, right? Like a <laughs> silence. Uh, exactly. He opened the book. There was two eyes in there. He got too freaked out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> In the aftermath of the cataclysm, it became clear that the rubric had either succeeded beyond all possible explanations or failed abominably, depending on how one looked at it. Instead of purging the flesh of ravening mutations, each of the thousand suns had been transformed. The seals and joints of their power armor had been welded shut, and the body within turned to ash. What remained was a suit of animated armor devoid of mutation, but of all sentience and will as well. Mm. Oh, fuck. Like, if you buy thousand suns toys, is that just empty power armor full of uh, warp magic? So it depends which it depends which ones you get. So Armin had created what would later be known as the Rubric Marines. So specifically, most of the Marines of the Thousand Suns of the Chaos Thousand Suns are Rubric Marines, who are just these empty husks, ordered into battle essentially. Armin himself, along with most of his cabal, were at first ecstatic. Yeah, right these are the cool guys. Sorry, not to stop you again, but uh, it's. Because I'm notoriously not a fan of Space Marines because they all look the same and are kind of boring, which is why I have the Sisters of Battle. Mm. But I've always liked the, I guess because of like the connections we made already, I always was like, oh, they have like the Pharaoh sides to their helmets, right? Yeah. Is the the flair they've added? But I guess it's more Mesopotamian, like the the like kind of tapered, rounded point with the lines in it. But yeah, yeah. I've always loved the rubric marines and knowing now that they're just like an empty shell full of magic makes them even cooler full of ashes yeah they're just a a fancy ashtray a big hat is what made pete like space marine design for the record (laughs) yeah i'm saying right now it's just give him give it a hat the bisexual energy yeah Um, (laughs) yeah baby i'm wearing a purple (laughs) shirt right now man (laughs) their suits are full of ashes like when they go into a new place instead of taking their shoes off they have to like tap their toes into an ashtray before walking (laughs) on don't track that ash into my ass so you're like walking down the street and you just like push a cigarette butt through the little tiny hole in the front of the helmet yeah yeah Yeah, there's a guy stands next to the garbage can (laughs) (laughs) that's his job picking picking butts out of a space marine (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, so Aramin himself along with most of his cabal were at first ecstatic like I said his brethren were now as he intended protected from the flesh change and the fact that they paid for this protection with the destruction of their physical bodies was deemed an acceptable price to pay over the next 10,000 years he's going to change his mind he's going to kind of regret what he did to them Um, right others in the before 10,000 years has passed including Magnus and uh, some others were horrified that their once proud fellow Astartes were now little more than spectral automatons, barely aware of the world around them, what remained of their minds irrevocably shattered by the ordeal. I would take Ghost Body over Upside Down Torso with tentacles coming out of my eyes any day of the week, though. Yeah, probably me too. Yeah. Probably me too, I think. Uh, like, I don't want to live in this world. Everything's so <laughs> sad in this world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, like, oh, yeah. you become a, a chaos monster. And yeah, when you die, you don't really die. You're just, your soul stays somewhere in this awful flesh and is tortured forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, God, afterlife. Constantly. Like, constantly. Yeah, she, Jesus. Um, 
So Magnus, furious at what Armin had done, assaulted the tower, the tower where the ritual had taken place and made to strike Armin down. When he held the head of his former companion in his hand, ready to deal the killing blow, who would intervene but Sinch himself? Uh, we don't really know why. Kind of the nature of the beast is that you don't really know why Sinch is doing the things that Sinch is doing. Um, we can make assumptions, but that's about it. No matter, no matter the reason, Magnus listens. Magnus does not kill Ariman because Sinch says, you wouldn't so readily destroy one of my pawns, would you? You wouldn't hit somebody with glasses, would you? And you're like, well, <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> How, like, he said he's holding his head. Is it kind of like uh, holding the back of the head like, like close like to your face? Or, yeah, yeah. Like, Ar- Armin is like leaning up against the wall and Magnus comes into the room, like slaps the wall next to his head. Okay, like, okay. That's like, the right. opening yeah, move, yeah. you know what I mean? Cool, I like that. Yeah, it's very hot. <laughs> yeah. They can't kiss with their because their uh, their armor suits are are welded shut now. Uh, <laughs> and then Slanesh is just nodding in the back, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like the, like the, the mouth vents that all the space marines have, just like punk. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like that creaking ship noise of the mid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of Armin kill, uh, instead of killing Armin, he banished him and the sorcerers who had followed him from from Sortarius, their home planet telling them that they could not return until they understood the exact nature of both Siege and the Warp. I imagine that's a difficult task to understand the ever-changing god. Yeah, you're leaving homework. Uh, you're leaving, like, Sorcerer Planet to go to Homework Planet, basically. Yeah, yeah. pretty much, yeah. <laughs> uh, since that time, over 10,000 years ago, Ahriman and his warband of Thousand Sons, Chaos Astartes, the Prodigal Sons, have wandered the galaxy, searching knowledge uh, of the nature of Chaos. So Prodigal Sons are... Uh, Chaos Space Marines play as well. They're all, they seem less evil, I guess. I mean, so Ironman. Which did is not... the nature of the CIA is to do evil without appearing evil. Like the PSYOP <laughs> thing is still very much runs deep, but like the fact yeah, that they're I... not, they don't, they're not like terrorizing planets and drinking their blood or plaguing people and shit, right? Like, yeah. And I mean, the, again, it's like you say, that's the CIA's way, that's Tinch's way. Uh, and they were against joining the forces of chaos right like to right. some degree at the very least like they didn't want this to happen they were mad at magnus and that's why originally they were like it's worth it to have destroyed all our bodies so Finch can't keep corrupting us yeah, yeah yeah um but they do the prodigal sons do serve and that quote i read you earlier was from Aramund when he said like your empire is weak and full of fools and i see the truth now right um the remaining Thousand Sons, now mostly reduced to spectral rubric marines, have marched into battle led by apprentice chaos sorcerers who are the only members of the Thousand Sons with the ability to command the mindless beings that now lurk within the armor of the once proud 15th Legion. Can you kill them? Well, probably. Destroy their armor. I assume that's like and enough to like, like make this fall or something. I don't know. Yeah. Again, <laughs> in, again, in Full Metal Alchemist, it's uh, his his brother is in a his brother's soul is trapped in a suit of armor because he destroyed his brother's soul trying to resurrect their mother. Uh, not really a spoiler. It's the very first scene of the very first episode. Um, but he has like he he has like drawn a, a sigil into the inside of the armor to like bind the soul there. And like there's a couple times in the series where it's like that's at risk of being destroyed. Like the seal is at risk of being destroyed. I can say lower boys can and these guys work the same. What if you just like wait till they all uh, fall to ghost sleep and then you like windex bottle uh like water at all their joints and then they rush <laughs> shut 
<laughs> you, you, like the Tin Man from you, 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 index, you index bottle of vinegar in there, so it's like a baking soda volcano. Mess up, yeah, just like like spilling out the front. Think of Mentos and Diet Coke, and the head just shoots off. But yeah, that's that's been our episode on Cinch. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. If you guys like the show, consider leaving us a review. It's the best way for us to grow. Uh, Jamie, do you have anything you want to talk about? Discord.gg slash loreboys. That's where the action happens. I saw a lot of new folks come in. Uh, someone I, I thought was so funny. They, they they came in. Their name's just Skid, which sounds like kind of like a high school dirtbag name. And then mm-hmm. I checked their description and it just said, your mom. And I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> I was like, nah, you're, you're just on brand. I like you. Uh, I, a bunch of people joining every week. Uh, we definitely see you. Um, we talk with you. So discord.gg slash lore boys. I also, I kind of want to grab a camera and start streaming more, but I won't tell you more until I fully commit to that. But if, if you want to see me stream, bully me into it on that discord and it'll happen faster. So honestly, even uh, if you don't want to see Jamie stream, bully him. Yeah, also. I think you should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely uh peter anything you want to talk about uh at lower boys podcast on instagram we cleared i think we're like 1100 something followers now which always feels good it's always good to see new people drop in i like that a lot i was very disappointed to i like live the artist meme of uh here's a thing i worked 20 hours on five likes here's a picture of shrek 500 likes where <laughs> our uh terraria art that took me like two hours of taking rocks from one server and then building a thing and then putting the rocks back is like the most popular image i've ever posted nice and yeah. then like something i actually like worked hard on is like doing very well thankfully but less well but yeah at laura's podcast on instagram <laughs> coloring in my comic right now Ah, uh, keep an eye out for it. In and around Valentine's Day, still in my head, sounds realistic. We'll see how uh, delusional I am. You got a month. I do. I, I was working on it before the episode, dude. Let's go. That's it. <laughs> I, I was working on it, like, right up until now. We'll get back to work, Peter. Jeez. After, Turn I gotta right. get stoned, and then I'll do it. Uh, cool. Uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. If you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon, patreoncom slash boys where you can get access to uh, a couple of fun things, including some bonus audio. Uh, you get access to the episode picks uh, if you join the Discord as well. Uh, it's exclusive for the patrons. Um, and you'll get our undying gratitude. We appreciate it so much. So We're thanks. over a hundred bonus episodes now, right? I think I missed the hundredth, but we we got to be close. I want to say you missed the ninety eighth. This might be the ninety ninth. Oh, so we're coming up on a hundred. So there's like a hundred whole episodes just hiding there. So if you guys want yeah. those, all of them uh, it's, between it's thirty all... minutes and like an hour. Probably. Yeah, it's like if three you catch bucks us on a month. Saturday when we're all drunk, um, that's the bonus episode you want to listen to. Because <laughs> those ones are couple. wild. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you can check that out. That that again is Patreon.com/slash The Lore Boys. Uh, this week. Uh, Bet you guys have been having some fun dreams this week. We've been sending visions to all our listeners uh, in their dreams, of course. Looking for people who uh, can animate, people who can uh, color within the lines, within <laughs> the lines for Pete Comic, uh, and for people who can snowblow. 
because I do have a driveway that I got to get to snow blowing. So I, I'm I hoping can do my you guys balcony quick here real. by now. I don't know if you're just waiting in the dark on the porch. I know this episode doesn't release for a few days, but uh, if you're not here yet, go check those dreams. When you said coloring within the lines, it made me think of Pete printing out his comic and using <laughs> yeah, so crayons. Every, every time he says he's every time he says he's coloring, that's exactly what I picture. It's just him <laughs> being super stoned. And <laughs> yeah, and I'm wearing this weird glove with two fingers on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And he writes exactly. his name Peter with one of the e's backwards 32 <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely what's that robin williams movie it, it's not simple jack because that's from tropic thunder flubber no the one where he's like a disabled guy who goes to kindergarten oh that rings a bell is it big no that's a different guy that's, that's tom, tom hanks. hanks yeah uh, a, a robot wizard turns him into an adult and an adult woman fucks him. That's a very yeah. crazy 80s yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, on that note. I think that was going to be That's Lord of Change right there, baby. <laughs> When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.